something or you see something and it reminds you of something and you have this half chuckle and you look around and you realize no one else is in the joke and you just had like an inside joke with yourself you just had an inside joke with yourself I just last year I was coming like every week yes, and it was like before even like Kent. this year I wasn't in no shum shiu so I said like before Purim and he it like Kent. so I'm really excited <laughs> <laughs> me too so I made it to my life so we're just talking about this moment where you laugh to yourself on Purim and suddenly like something is so funny Psh, thank you really appreciate it I need it lifesaver right Mama, there Mamas let me tell you that, that I, I heard about Rabitzi Meyer Morgenstern because in, in Yerushalayim in Yerushalayim there's not you don't go into Purim from a fast you go in from the 14th it's a happy day Rabitzi Meyer Morgenstern oh Shlita they had to carry him in to hear the Megillah because he was already completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mamish, it's very important to me. Like, it's already the season. Mamish, we need it. We absolutely have to. Thank you for the bottle. Thank you so much. Chovet Shabbos, the Chovet Purim. Please just, everyone, just pass it around. Rachel, it's there. We can make a toad of a Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. oh, that's a nice wine. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. So we're talking about this moment, right, where you can have an inside joke with yourself. Maybe close the door just so it's a little more... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys cold? No, I'm good. Baruch Hashem, today, Baruch Hashem. So Baruch Hashem. Is Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Big Ben's are worse. Yeah. Such a good weather for Purim. Yeah, the best. Spend Hanukkah and love. Mom is the best. So there's this moment where you have this chuckle with yourself. You're walking or you're at a table and something reminds you of something and you have this laugh. And ooh, thank you. Amazing. Second, I got to finish this and try. We make another tova mate. Is this this is premier? So it must be. Is it a step up? Does anybody know how it works? I'm not going to make another bracha to Suffolk, but I'm going to drink it. I polished this one up. I needed this. I really appreciate it. Mamish, very, very much. Purim is basically starting. Bring some cups here. So, uh... 
Mamas, you know, you should know that there's a there's a Torah from the Halig Asrida Esh. Asrida Esh was an amazing, amazing man. He grew up in, uh, he was a, a great genius in Eastern Europe, and then he went to Berlin and became the head of the Berliner Rabbinischer Seminar, where you, every rabbi had to get a PhD alongside with his smicha. And uh, he was a very, very special man. And uh, he writes in one of his farim, why don't we um, make a bracha on, on Mishloach Manach? Why don't we make a bracha? And he says an amazingly beautiful thing. You ready to you have to like, Mamish, open your hearts a thousand times to hear what he says? <laughs> hey, Mamish says, hey, Mamish says, you know why there's no bracha on Mishloach Manach? <laughs> Thank you so much for this, oh. Pastor. Everybody here, Chaim. Chaim. Ah, very nice. You know why I have to wait? No, no bracha on Mishloch Manot. It says because Mishloch Manot is a mamish, a mitzvah every moment of every day. I think it's only on Purim. It says it's it, you have a mitzvah called Kamilut Chasadim, called loving your friends. On Purim, we're makpid to do it. But you think sending somebody a care package anytime isn't like the most amazing mitzvah there is? And dafka through a messenger that they should know you love them and think of them when you're not with them. It's absolutely a mitzvah every second. Chazal were just koveya, you should do it on this day. <laughs> but, oy l'chaim, we should be giving each other much, many more gifts. We should be, this, it's shtikul Rosh Hashanah, like Yom Kippur is... Especially for our shir, it's almost like it's Rosh Hashanah. It's the beginning of 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 actually being in Purim again. All the way, and should be mechazik us to to give to give mishachmanas mamish all the time, just all year, just sweet nothings all the time, just more and more. So, uh, so the thing is, the the thing is, right? What's drinking on Purim? Rambam says, drinking on Purim is sending to your own deepest absurdity and brokenness and the depths of your being. Yeah, yeah. Drinking on Purim, right? It's going, right? Drinking on Purim is sending your own most uh, alienated... Franz Rosenzweig was a great Jew, very interesting Jew. In the 1910s, he was already like the father of postmodernism. A genius, way ahead of his time, wild, wild neshama. He, he never made it all the way back to Yiddishkeit. He passed away before, but he, he, he was a Balchuva for like way than like in like the 20s. Like uh, an amazing, amazing person. You should read about him. Franz Rosenzweig. And he said, there is no one, he said this in the 1910s. There's, but he said, things are so complex. Life is so far out. He said it's like in the 1910s. <laughs> Life is so complex and so far out. There is no one today. Yeah. Shalom, shalom, shalom. There is no one today who is not alienated, he said. Franz Rosenzweig in the 1910s. Life is so complicated in the 1910s. You know, steamboats. Uh, <laughs> what do they call those things? With beep, beep. The, 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 uh, when you send the telegrams, you know. Uh, uh, things are so complex. Like, life is so wild. Everybody's alienated. He said that in the 1910s. So, Mamish... 
the, every l'chaim you're making on Purim, you're sending love and appreciation to the furthest reaches of your being. We're talking about, they were quoting Aldous Huxley. We're, we're, we're bringing everybody into the base measures today. Aldous Huxley, in the Doors of Perception, he spoke about marsupials of the mind. These uh, uncanny creatures that you would never think exist that hop around <laughs> on this whole other continent in the middle of nowhere. No one even knew about Australia, but there are these hopping things over there <laughs> with pockets. <laughs> the hell is that? Excuse my French. <laughs> so Algis Huxley says there are, there are marsupials of the mind. There are far reaches of absurdity and, 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 and alienation loneliness, <clears throat> grouchy, meshuganakait, all the good to zachet, right? There's some part of ourselves, maybe it's a few of them. Mamish Purim, just like we're sending each other, Shalachmanas, we're sending to those parts of ourselves a, a big l'chaim, a big, huge, wet hug from, 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 from your soul, from, from, from the shayrish shayrish of who you are, to the furthest, furthest, experiences and, and memories and, and insanities that are in us and we're just saying it's okay you know I love you you're here it's gonna be okay okay I don't know how to change anything it's still wild we're still servants of Akashverosh but it doesn't matter anymore because you got a Lechayim <laughs> and then you have the inside joke with yourself that moment where you chuckle and you realize no one else is laughing and no one knows why are you laughing because you're laughing with yourself, which is the most wonderful release, the most greatest embrace there is, most amazing thing. I'm waiting for that moment. It's such the greatest thing. We're just like everything is funny, and mom is like it's 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 so it's so good to laugh with yourself to have that moment of a laugh with yourself. So we're going to look at some Midrashim. I went back to our original source, to the Halig of Esther Rabbah, and the Torah from Rabbi Nachman, Torah 27, and the Kutim Ram, which I was Zaycha Tigger last night from Rakhtiba, Shlita. Anybody wants to join me, he has a Nate's minion in Romeima. I will get you the details. I'll be there, Bezos Hashem, for a test of morning, and then they have a. Ibreslov is what they do with Breslov. And it's actually brought this in the Moschim <coughs> also. Um, that really, the Iker Suda of Purim is actually breakfast. It's, very, it, it, it's, a, it's a very profound thing on many, many levels. Israeli breakfast? Breakfast, breakfast. Really. No, not Israeli. It's really welcome. Israeli, it's a Purim, it all works. <laughs> <laughs> That, 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 and that's what Mamish, the Alta, Breslov Rechsidim, davenates. And I learned this the hard way over many years. You have to actually first eat physical food before you start drinking. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you can be in big trouble. Eat a whole bunch of bread or whatever, hamantash and something. Carbs of some kind. I'm not sure if tofu will do it. Would it? I don't know. In any case... Um, <laughs> You need to get something good that'll absorb all of it in your stomach. And then mamish, they break out. And the Alter Chassidim, 50 years ago, uh, 
It just people should just know. And it just makes me happy because it's my favorite form of alcohol. They were drinking scotch <laughs> 50 years ago. I don't know how they got it. We Jews find their way. The, the, <laughs> part of the thing is that the, world, the Jews didn't spend enough time in exile in Scotland. There wasn't enough time to model all the Nitzaytas. So now we're, we're their greatest customers. You know, we're buying all the products. <laughs> there's like a huge influx to Brooklyn, to Yerushalayim, to Tel Aviv, the, uh, you know, Scotland, Jewish. I always wanted to go there. The Rebbe from Scotland. The Scottish Rebbe, yeah. I saw actually like somebody making a, a, a trip, like, like the Kibbe Tzadikim, but they're going to distilleries. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, well, uh, what's more Jewish? Uh, <coughs> any case, so that's, and they could get crazy drunk mamish at like 7 in the morning, 7 in the morning, that's a gaval. You have to watch out, there's a big Yetzirah on Purim not to drink, big Yetzirah, there's a big Yetzirah to drink at night when it's not the mitzvah. And then the next day, like, oh, just have tea. There's a big Yetzirah not to drink on Purim. You have to, mamish be so strong. And mamish like, pour the glass. And then another one. Mamish chazak. Shame yichud kuchavichush chintel yachata. Shame yud kevavav kevishem kol Yisrael. Okay, it's so hard, like, it's so hard, you know, like, it's so hard, like, you know, these bottles, the class, it's heavy, I don't know, my arm is tired, I don't know, that's my, we have to, mamish, mamish, gird yourselves, like, blah, we have a lot of koach to get to mamish, to lift it up, drink it, swallow it, you know, mm-hmm. and eat first, and then, and pace yourself, pace yourself. Pesos Hashem, will be zoicha to, to, to really be mekayim, mishta v'simcha. Amen, amen. So, <clears throat> all right. Diving in over here to the Medrash. Ah, Okay. Okay. I think this is actually something I spoke about a little bit last year, right before Purim, also. Medrash Rabbah Esther Rabbah Parshavav Oisiyud Beis Ein Esther Magedes Moladita. Something really unbelievable. We have to be careful. Purim is such a loud day. Chevra, I just want you to know. The inside joke, the ability to have that, the, the psh, see you, see you. I've got your name, but tell me again. Sheera. Sheera, welcome. So, tell them that. Um, wine? Um, okay. So, basically, the... Um, Purim is a very loud day. It's so loud. Though it's so loud. Right? But we have to know something. Esther was silent. Esther was gavaldic silent. Then she came out and spoke and said a whole thing. But to begin with, Mamish Esther was silent. We have to, we have to really learn to go into the sugya of the quiet of Esther to very Esther. <laughs> she came in so silently. Mamish, Purim is so loud, but I'm just blessing us. Wherever you are, if you're in some loud party, in some the music, or whatever, I'm blessing you to have that, that, that quiet. 
It's the shoyvish. We're going to learn about this. It's the, it's the root. It have to, it, there has to be a little bit of quiet before the speech. It's, it's a very big Indian. It's a very, very big Indian. Uh, the Gemara in, in, in Yerushalmi, in Masechet Megillah Yerushalmi, is discussing this whole thing <coughs> of how letters, when you write them in the Torah, they have to be, the black has to be surrounded by white, otherwise it's not kosher. If it's at the end of the page and it's touching the edge and there's no white around it, you have to scratch off some of the letter. Because you have to have white around the letter. It has to, it's called in Gemara language, mukaf gavil, surrounded by a makif of paper, of emptiness, of possibility. Has to be. Absolutely got to be. If you have a bet and there's a hole in the middle of it and, it's, and the edge is touching the inside part of the bet, you have to scratch away some of the bet so that there's some empty paper before the hole. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right? It has to be like that. <coughs> and then right after that, Rabbi Yechman says, Mimamakim krasicha Hashem. It seems like, seems like it's the weirdest, like what's the connection to what they said right before it? There's a lot of things like that in the Gemara where oftentimes the, the official connection is that it's the same person who spoke before. So the Gemara kind of lists a bunch of statements from that same author. But Baomek, all the Mepharshim are learning like that it's, there's a connection. There's a connection between the legal discussion of lettering in the Torah and the, and the discussion of prayer that a person should pray from stand in a low place. I mean, my mocking, literally a physically low place. In the Belzer Shul in Montreal, right before the Ambu, there's like, it's like, mamish like two centimeters lower. There's like a little square that the, the Shliach Tzibor steps a tiny bit down. Yoreid lichnei ha-teiva. Mi ma'amokim krasich Hashem. Erev tov. Shalom, shalom. Yay. Good for you. It's time. Oh, it's time. It's time. Oh, it's time. Oh, you mean, you mean a lot. Okay. Wow, what happens? We were so excited. No pressure, no pressure. Is this called a little or a lot? But tsar hirchavtali. When I'm in a state of of tsar, of, of of constriction, within the constriction and the pain of that state, there is also a harchava. There is also alongside it with it, also a harchava. There's also a widening, an opening. And what this is talking about is in order for me to pray. I can't if the letters, if it's called Iruv Oisios, if the letters also are touching each other, it's also a problem. They have to be surrounded by white. The letters have to be, the letters of the Torah have to be surrounded by white, or it's mamish, not Torah anymore. It's a jumble of letters, right? This is what we need, Purim. We need, you have to be mamish drunk like crazy, but it has to be surrounded by the white. It has to be mamish, it has to be a white Purim. <laughs> We give the reference. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 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 there, has, there has to be a white Purim. <laughs> it has to be surrounded by white. 
if it's too much jumble and the letters are all touching each other, then it's, it's not. You can't cry out. Purim is such a day of davening. It's the day of davening. It's mamish the ad chazi hamachus Mamish, the gates are open on Purim. It, you can't compare. Mamish can't compare. So, Mamish, I'm just blessing you to give to Mamish. Send Alechayim to your most Mamish, the marsupials of the mind. And I'll do Aldous Huxley. There's these strange hopping creatures in a landmass I never even knew existed somewhere in the middle of the... We all have that inside ourselves, these the absurdities, the, the, the alienation, the loneliness, the, the, the frustration, the, the weirdness. Mm-hmm. And, and on Purim, we're not only just sending each other love with the Shalchmanas, which is so important, which is a mitzvah all year round and all the time, which is why we don't make a bracha on it. Because it's always a mitzvah. Which is, Purim should just mechazek us to give Shalchmanas more. Uh, but, but on Purim, there's a, we have a, a unique, and what, what is unique, it's not always a mitzvah to drink. Uh, you know, <laughs> But on Purim, it, it, it actually is. And there's a big Yetzirah not to. And on Purim, when we do that, we're, we're able, uniquely, able to send our furthest parts of ourselves love. Mamish. With, without an agenda, with nothing, just love. And then everything becomes okay in the most amazing way, without changing a thing. We're still slaves of Achashverosh. Everything is still Meshuga. And it's also completely okay. It's crazy. <laughs> but in order to be able to do this, it could all go by with as a blur. There's got to be a white Purim. The, the letters have to be surrounded by white. The Megillah has to be kosher. With, with all of the craziness, the Megillah Mamish has to be a kosher Megillah. And it's true, the Megillah has, it, we're a lot less makpid with the Megillah than we are on a Sefer Torah. Megillah could be missing a whole bunch of letters. It could be, as long as more than half of it, in any case, is kosher. That's the bottom line. As long as more than half of it is written down and kosher, then good. So it doesn't have to be completely, completely. There could be a little jumbling of the letters. And, but more than half of it has to be. Otherwise, it could just pass us by and, and, and just be too loud and too much of a mixing of letters. We need a white poor. We need Esther's silence. Ein Esther Magedes. Moladita. Right? That, that place of staying within herself. That ability to stay with which is which is where we have the inside joke with ourselves. It's where we can laugh with ourselves. And there's such a release. That moment when you laugh, when you're drunk, and realize no one else is laughing. And it's just an inside joke with yourself. The greatest thing. It's such a Yeshua. The greatest thing. So, Ein Esther Magedes Muladatam Lamed Shetafsash Tika Beatzma. She grabbed. She, Esther Mamesh, this was her arsenal. This was her nuclear weapon. Silence. And it's so something that on Purim is like so, you know. <laughs> have to find it but it's there it's there while you're swallowing you're quiet right (laughs) 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 it's in Shulchan Aruch I'm not allowed to talk while you're eating 
a different, your mouth is doing something else right now. You're ingesting alcohol. With all Moshe Rabbeinu and all the tzaddikim behind you saying, Jug, jug! <laughs> <laughs> Mamish, don't listen to your Yetzirah. There's going to be a big Yetzirah on Purim Day not to drink. You'll see. <laughs> but you're going to tell you, get drunk at night with the parties. It's going to tell you that. It's going to tell you that. I'm not saying not to also drink at night. There is a thing of drinking at night. Also, it's not the mitzvah. It's not the time. There's a unique opening of the gates. Mamish, incredible thing. Kirachel Zekenasa. And she did so like her grandmother Rachel. Mamish, this is such a time. Rachel Imenu and Esther, it's such a time of our, of our tzadikot. This is Mamish, the time of, of this incredibly powerful silence. We're not talking passive-aggressive. We're not talking uh, meekness. <coughs> we're, we're, we're not talking awkward silence. talking about like root of reality silence whoa <laughs> talking about like the beginning of the beginning of the light of creation silence intention connection a silence that is so big that, that, that the words would just ruin it Rav Shlomo says Rav Shlomo says what was the problem with Adam and Eve Right? They hid from God, right? After they ate. Someone says, if only they would have hidden with God. Hide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide with God. What does it mean, hide with God? It means send shalach manas through a shliach, through that they should know from afar that you're a beloved even when I'm not with you. Oh, Gavald. Reb Shlomo said, Reb Shlomo once said, I wish I could do God a favor in a way that God wouldn't know it was me. Reb <laughs> Shlomo. You know, for your roommate, for your parents, for your children, for your, for your siblings, or whatever, that little thing, that little TLC that you do, and, 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 and you don't, and then silence. Silence, silence, silence. Rachel Tafsa Pelech Shtika. Rasa Sivlonasea Biadachoisa Vishaska. She saw that the presents were being sent to her sister, to Leah, mm. right? Meaning that the marriage was going to be, excuse me. And the Mepharshim are saying that she actually gave the gifts to Leah. Now this is something that is really beyond. On the one hand, she's guarding her sister Leah's um, integrity, that she shouldn't be ashamed. That, that she, right? Itzad Sheni is a whole other thing. One of the Mepharshim says in Bereshis Ravah that that really, 
Sorry, I need to bring the book here. <laughs> that really... Av shehikira bavia yamim rabim shekavanatola hachlifa bachuta. She knew for years. One of the mafarshim says that's the Eitz uh, Yosef. For years, that her father Lavan was planning a whole thing. Right? Haytasha teket. Which is quite a lot. Now that means that it wasn't only, and that's also what the Rashash says and the other Mepharshim, for sure part of her kavana was to guard Leah from becoming ashamed, right? And there's a big, somebody once told me this from Rav Yom Tov Glazer, I forgot who it was, was it one of you guys? That, maybe you, yeah. Yes, amazing thing, and it's right, I saw it in the Mepharshim also here, that it's not that Leah knew, Leah, Rachel managed to be so quiet about it that Leah really thought that Yaakov meant to marry her. It's like unbelievable. And it's also much like that in the Psukim. My husband, my husband, like the way she's talking about him, if you look there, it's, he- it's heavy, it's a bit tragic with, mm-hmm. with Leah. But, uh, <clears throat> so, this silence that Rachel Imenu had is really, really uh, a little bit hard to understand. Meaning, if she knew from years from before, uh, then it's not just about looking out for Leah. She could have told both of them. She could have, I don't know what, right? And furthermore, with Esther, so the Mepharshim are saying, also about Esther, an incredible thing, that... Mordechai told her not to tell anybody what her lineage, what her, you know, who she was descended from, which nation she's from. And this is also the Eitz Yosef. And he says an unbelievable thing. He says, Kolze Shamra. He says, Al Kolze, even though, even though once she's married, the mitzvah of Mordechai isn't there anymore. Mordechai said only that not, when you go to meet Akashverosh, don't tell him. But once you're already married, so then Mordechai's command not to tell is, is already, it's finished. Right? So now she could tell. She still kept the mitzvah. Even though it wasn't officially really Mordechai's command, but since he had once told her that, she still kept it going. Because really she's descended from Shaul Amela. She was a princess. She was from the royal lineage herself. And she felt, says a Joseph, it would be a little bit like egotistical Chaim to the ego. <laughs> a little bit egotistical to tell that she's from such a illustrious forebears from Shaul, from the first kingdom of Amishah. <laughs> And this that it says, Kasher Tziva, Leah Mordechai, Shalot that she continued not to say. And the Megillah says, the Pesach says, as Mordechai commanded her, It's true, this is the, um, oh, he, he's quoting someone, uh, I'm not catching the Yerusha Tevis, Yud Pei Ayin, Yerushay something. I forgot what it is. But in any case, 
that, that Mordechai's mitzvah was really only before. And she still kept what he had said before, but really it wasn't a mitzvah anymore. She still keeps on not saying, right? <laughs> she keeps on not saying, so it's also like a bit weird. You know, so mitzadichah, okay, Rachel, don't tell, fine, I, you know, I get it, but like, does for years don't tell, like, maybe, you know, the words, like, you could, you could figure something else out, I don't know, if you're looking out for Leon. And Esther also, he only told her not to tell up until, but once they're married, was a big deal, tell, yeah. And then for like five years while they're married, he only spoke to her through Shaliach because he thought she was of lowly birth. And she could have been like, hey. She could. Oh, very good. I'm actually a I'm princess. I'm actually a princess. Amazing. Maybe you can talk to me. Right. It would have, it would have been to her benefit as a... a, a but I just realized both of their silence led to Geula. Yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really beyond. So these, these, this quietness... How do this is like leads us to a very profound question in general? How do we know how to be appropriate in life? Just stop, like you know. Who says that it's okay that I drank this much publicly when it's not Purim? <laughs> how do we know how to be appropriate, Bichlam? How do we know? How do we know when we're supposed to say what we're not supposed to say? Mamash, one of, one, of, one of the deepest prayers that's uttered every day by a lot of really courageous and holy people is, higher power, grant me the serenity to know... How's it go again? <laughs> the, the, the things that I cannot change, to accept the things I cannot change, the strength to change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? So this, 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 this davening is so... I love it. I'm always love it. <sighs> Serenity to accept the things. Meaning, so... Serenity now. Serenity now. Chai. Amen. A white Purim. Chai. Right, so this is, this is Mamish Rachel, right? And... Pinyami. Yay! Well, one second, one second. We have some cups. Can we get the the eighth night, the ninth night. Hey, So, Binyamin also was from Rachel, Yimea. And this is actually in our word parsha, and we mentioned it in the past. Binyamin bina tafas shtika. Seda. How do we see that he also used silence? Because his stone on the Choshen, one of the coolest parts of Judaism, <laughs> 12 special magic stones that glow with the letters that 
the letters boltois, the letters go out and give you messages from heaven. It's extremely cool. And each tribe has a stone, and the stone of Binyamin is Yashfe. Anybody want to Google that for a sec? I don't know which stone that is in the normal meaning in the in our what color it is and what's the stone? Yud, excuse me, Shin Fei Hei. Yashfe. Yeah. What? Yashpe. Yashpe. Jasper. 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 Gavala. Gorgeous. The dark green, like really gorgeous stone. That's the stone of Binyamin. Jasper. Yashpe. Yes. Wow. It has red in it also. Red and green. Wow. Beautiful. Yud Shin Pei Hei. So. Be, so the says the Midrash Rabbah, an, a really unbelievable thing. Remember that the tribe sold Yosef. Remember this thing. The tribe sold Yosef. Was Binyamin involved in the sale? No. He totally wasn't there. He was he was the younger brother, and they shared that he was from the same mother, right? And he wasn't there. So so Binyamin, an unbelievable thing says the Midrash Rabbah. Teda she'avno she'hayta b'choshen hayta yashfei. That's our pasha, yashfei. The jasper. Lomar, yodeya haya b'mechiras Yosef v'shotei. Binyamin knew that Yosef had been sold. Binyamin knew all along. How did he know? Because Yitzchak Avinu told him. Because Yitzchak Avinu knew. Why didn't he tell? <coughs> Why didn't he tell? He was quiet. It's because the Farshim are bringing Shelo Yadia Adam Yitzchak Yada B'davar Vehu Gila L'Binyami And why didn't they both of them tell? It's because they saw that Hashem also wasn't telling Yaakov Here's where we get into like the depths of the quiet. We're talking about Having a, a white Purim. <laughs> a white Purim. A white Purim means that the letters have to have white around them. The black letters of the Torah, of the Megillah, have to, if they're at the end of the page, you have to scratch off some of the letter because it has to have white around. You have to be careful. Now, with the Megillah, you only need 51% of the letters to have white around them. It's not as strict as the Torah. It could be a little jumbled. But if your whole Purim is only Eruv Oisius, you're missing the white, you're missing the silence, you're missing the white Purim, you're missing the quiet of Esther Malka. You need to have it, Esther Malka, you need to have it. We're, and we're learning right now about Ein Esther Magedas Maladita, that she remained quiet even though the myth of Mordechai was only up until getting married to Achshvers. From then on, she was allowed to tell, but she still didn't tell. She still didn't tell. Now here we have the deepest hint from Binyamin, from Yashfei. How does Yashfei show you? Yashfei yesh peh v'shotek. That he had a mouth. Hayalo peh legalot. Yesh peh. That's the stone, the jasper stone. This beautiful green stone. Maybe with red also. Of Binyamin, on the choshen. Because he had the mouth to tell, but he didn't. And he probably wanted to tell the most, right? It's his brother, he wants him back. He misses him, his older brother. 
But he didn't tell because he respected the fact that the same reason Yitzchak Gavi didn't tell is Rashi brings in Chumash why Yitzchak didn't tell. Which is that he saw that Yaakov was going along, Hashem was going along with the brothers packed to not tell. They were only nine. And they brought Hashem in. And Hashem agreed also not to tell. Oh, l'chaim to Hashem. It's really not simple, right? Hashem didn't tell. Mamish, the the Heilaga Tisetz Nerevi, he says, he says, why didn't, why, why did ten, why did there have to be ten Haruge Malchias? Why did there have to be ten great Sadikim? who passed away. Only nine brothers sold Yosef. Right? The Roman emperor comes and says, we're going to bring, uh, we're going to get an atonement for the brothers selling Yosef. We're going to torture and, and kill your greatest, tenth, uh, the greatest people. And, and, and Rabbi Akiva was the tenth. And the PSS to Rabbi says, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva's Monsieur Snefesh, his death of Kiddush Hashem was a kapara for a Kiddush Baruch It was a kapara that Hashem was silent. These are secrets that are highest of the high, l'chaim. And so you have to know that Mamish Lafide Arizal, every single Shmaneswe you ever daven, you have to connect yourself to those ten Sadiq. Every single Shmaneswe. Why? But how? Just how and why. Okay, this is not the topic of this year, but, I, but I'll tell you a little bit. A little bit. Is, 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 it's the edge of the universe in a way. Meaning to say, this is what we're getting to with this whole silence, Torah. Which is such a great, great place. Which is the place, you know that moment, I said it a few times, but I want to say for the Chazan Kala. That moment when you're stumbling on Purim and you can barely, you don't know what's going on. And suddenly you see something and you laugh. And you realize nobody else is laughing. And then you realize you just had an inside joke with yourself. And that's the best thing. It's such a geula. You're like tuning in. It's the greatest thing. Rav says, when we drink, we're sending l'chaim and love to the furthest, most alienated, most absurd, most lonely and meshugana parts of ourselves. That's what we're doing for l'chaim. We're sending l'chaim, sending l'chaim all the way, all the way, all the way in. It's only it's such love. It's such goodness. And... The crazy thing is, right, that, okay, first of all, L'chaim. <laughs> this is all, it's good, it's good that I brought up the Ten Harugimel, because I wasn't planning on going there, but every Shemun Esrei, it's, it, 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 it's because it happened. It's the same thing with the Holocaust, it's saying all the injustices that have ever happened, and they're like just the spits of all injustice, of, of Messias Nefesh. We have to connect to them. Mamish have to connect to them and be with them because that silence, this idea that Binyamin was quiet, how could you not say, hey, he got sold, let's check, let's ask this man, let's find my brother, I need him, he's my own Yote, come on, how could he not tell? This respect for 
the divine non for the Hashem's story over here. Same thing with Esther. Same thing with Rachel Imenu. Same thing. It's this quiet. And so Shaul also didn't tell when Shmuel made him into a king. He went home and didn't tell him. It's far out. This is the white around the letters. This is the ability to know <laughs> while while we're so alienated, while we're in such pain, while we're still slaves of Achashverosh, which never changed that form, we never stopped being servants of Achashverosh. Akate avdi Achashverosh, you know, Lamar says, while we're in the middle of everything, to know, utterly know, that Hashem completely loves us and He's got this. Hashem has completely got this. And it's not my place to start mixing in letters and start talking it up and putting my whole thing in. It's the same thing when someone comes and tells you what's going on with them and they're really pouring their heart out to you. And this is something I have to tell you. I learned it from Stephen Covey. L'chaim to Stephen Covey. Oh, Stephen! You know what I'm talking about? The seven habits of highly effective um, people. Yeah, He's a yeah. very wise man. Mamish Chachma Bagoin. So, Mamish Stephen Covey said When you listen to someone, please don't start giving a solution. Meaning, sometimes when they ask you, I, what do I do? Like, how do I deal with Misrata Pneem? Oh, when I went, then okay, that's fine. But when someone is mamish pouring their heart out to you about something that's really profoundly painful and unfair, and they really have a question on God, and it's really heavy, Yosef is sold or whatever, don't come in with solutions. Don't come in with your own autobiographizing. Oh yeah, that happened to me and no, no, no. That's called Iruv Oisius. That's the letters touching each other. It's puzzling. You have to leave the white around the letters. You have to say, ah, I hear you. Thank you for sharing with me. You know I'm with you. You could say, if would you like me to say back to you what I heard from you, just to make sure I really got it? And if they say yes, they might not. They might say, but if they say yes, then you say it back. And, and if you got it right, good. If not, they might say, oh, no, no, there was, it was like this, it was like that. That's it. Just feel heard from that. <coughs> so gewalt. So gewalt. We want to jump in with our stuff. With our solutions. We don't realize how powerful we are by just being there for someone. Just being. Not doing. Just being. We don't realize how strong that is, how amazing that is. How awesome that is. <coughs> oh.
I'm going to take maybe a minute and just do a niggin. I want to do a niggin with you guys. It's called the silent niggin. <laughs> it's such... Did you ever learn the silent niggin? Oh my god, yeah, take the guitar. But you just have to make sure to pause. The whole... This is really good because we have like a nice for Hashem tuned-in room. Wow, thank you guys all for coming. I'm so touched. Poor, poor. Is, uh, is, is, what's it called? This niggin I learned from my father, which is a completely rare thing. My father's a professor. He doesn't do that. Chime <laughs> to my father. Chime okay. to all of our parents. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Silent is oisy oisy listen. listen. You Whoa. killed me with that one. That's amazing. <laughs> Silent is the same letters as listen. We're gonna have a white Purim cover. So, so. No, the the bdicha kiktamid b'davrim al al al. How do you say Christmas in Hebrew? Okay. Christmas. I know. I know. I so uh, the silent niggin I learned from my father, which is completely amazing. Many years ago when I was in Yeshiva, my father came to visit me sometimes. My mother didn't really come to visit me, which is a whole other story. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, we would walk we were walking the streets of July and he told me it's a niggin from Rav Michal Twersky Shlita who was a very wonderful man and the thing is that the way my father taught it to me actually is not the way Rav Michal sings it <laughs> but it doesn't matter <laughs> I know because Rav Michal came and sang it in Ramat Beit Shemesh he was there and he led Halal it made me so happy and then, then he didn't sing this niggin with the pause but it's okay. I sang it for years as a campus rabbi in McGill, Montreal. And, and Mamish, I'm, I'm just giving it over to you. This is a very special name. And pay attention to the pause. The whole geschmack is the silence. I 
Oh, it's amazing. It's like a palpable sound. It's so special, right? Wow. We need this. We need it. We need to have a white poor. Chaim, Chaim. So, so this is, this is, this, this incredible place of Esther Loma Gedes is Moladata. Her not saying. Binyamin not saying. Shaul not saying. And, and, and where, where, by the way, was Hashem's Shechina in Eretz Yisrael? The Gemara says in Megillah, only in Binyamin. Even Shiloh was in Binyamin's tract of land. Even Shiloh as well, the Gemara says in Yerushalmi, Megillah, that even Shiloh, and I, the Pesach, talks about Yosef, that's because there was a little bit of Yosef where, the, where you could eat the Korbanot. But the place where the Shekhinah was, only Binyamin. Only Binyamin. <coughs> Binyamin who came from Rachel, Binyamin Yashfei, Binyamin who had the mouth and didn't... Binyamin who had that place of listening... Silent, listen, Binyamin who, Binyamin, who was able to hide with God, right? Like Rav Shlomo said, Adam and Eve, their mistake was hiding from God. If only they would hide with God, everything would have been okay. Just hide with God. That's Shalach Manas. That's sending through a Shliach. That's, I'm hiding, I'm just sending goodness Rav Shlomo said, if only, I, I, w- I wish I could do God a favor in such a way that God wouldn't know it was me. Rav <laughs> Shlomo. I wish I could do God some kind of favor that he wouldn't know it was me. This ability to have that, that touch of love, of kindness, of presence, of making things a little nicer for the other person without them knowing who did it, but with just, 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 making, just making the mukaf gvil, putting the white around the letters, just creating that space, that silence, that this is, this is where all the Geula comes from, this is where all the Yeshua's come from. So one of the Mepharshim on the, on the, on the, on the, on the Midrash Rabbah, which is a rare moment in the Mepharshim, this is the uh, parish of, I think it's of Yaakov Emden, he says, Muvan besod siag lechokma shtika. The guard, Ian, the siag, the fence around what you know is quiet. Right? The same thing they say about like real secrets of Kabbalah. Those who know don't talk and those who talk don't know. Right? And it's not that the people who know that they don't talk, that therefore, the ones who really know and don't talk, that therefore you can't receive from them. They're not talking speaks volumes. They give you the real thing. They give you the real thing. It's in there, it's in the not saying, it's in the, the body language, the sparkle of the eye, the, the giving, you, 
giving you food, giving you tzalachmanes, hug, right? That's where the, all the deepest Kabbalah is, right? Muvan besod, siyag, lechoch, mashtika, the quietness of Esther is the deepest, deepest thing. Shem sag, im ayin, im yurosios, there's a whole way of spelling, there's, there's basically four different ways of spelling out yud, ke, vav, ke, right? You can spell yud as yud, vav, dalid, but the he can be spelled either he yud or he aleph, and the vav can be spelled or it can be spelled hey hey. The vav can be spelled vav yud vav or vav aleph vav or vav vav. And when you spell out Hashem's name, there's four different ways of sag ma ba. And sag, the shame that adds up to 63, which I'm very bad with math and I forgot which one it is. But I think it's when it's hey aleph and vav yud vav. And hey Aleph, I think when you do it like that, <coughs> Yud Vav Dalit is twenty plus six plus twenty-two is twenty-eight. Uh, wait, no, it's not gonna be enough. Yud must be hey Yud and Vav Aleph Vav. That must be it, because it's yeah, it's nine less than seventy-two. Right, it's hey Yud and Vav Aleph Vav. Yud vav dalid hey yud vav aleph vav hey yud. When you that's ten letters. And so he says siag, the fence around chokhva, is sag, yud, is the name which adds up to sixty three, which is yud vav dalid hey yud vav aleph vav hey yud. Plus ten, which is because there's ten letters. When you spell them all out like that, that's the word. That's what the word siag is. Which is Olam Habria, which is Chaim to the Olam Habria. Chaim. <laughs> which is the world of creation. And he says, because what gives energy to the world of Bria is Chochmah. Because Chochma and Bina are the two friends that never separate. Chochma and Bina. And Chochma itself, the root of Chochma is Chochma me'ayin timza. Chochma can be found from ayin. And this is also what we say when we say, Esa ein ayaleharim, me'ayin yavo I turn my eyes to the mountains, which the Medjish Rabbah says that it's Yaakov Avinu, turning his eyes to the Altikra Hari Melahorim, my parents. He turned his eyes to Yitzchak and to Avraham. And he felt in himself, Oyvei, I am all alone. And he, I have no money. I'm all alone. He got mugged by Esau's son on his way out of Egypt, on his way out of Israel. Amalek's father. Amalek's father, and he's in a he's in a state of feeling like, I got no status, man. I can't afford the nice shalach manis this year. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I got nothing. You know, my my tati Avram, my grandfather, he's like super wealthy, huge world influencer, 
He's got many followers on Instagram. <laughs> millions. Millions. Even more, even billions. And me, I hard struggle to get one like. Yaakov Avinu, Esai They were all so much bigger than me, and I'm such a nebuch. We look back on Am Yisrael. Yeah, once there was a Jewish people. And this, this beard, it's like a stick-on beard, you know, pin the tail of the donkey beard. Does this one really count? The might fill in count. Does my tzedakah do anything? Does my baruch atashem do anything? It's so hard to believe that we really are Am Yisrael. But it's true. Am Yisrael, l'chaim, l'chaim Yisrael. Am Yisrael, I'm Israel, I may feel like I'm a creep, but I am a real Jew. Please help me believe it. I am Israel, I'm Israel, I'm Israel. I am Israel, I'm Israel, I'm Israel. I am I am Israel, I am Israel, I am After, after, Really, we really are the Am Yisrael right now. It's really us. As I'm saying, I was talking to Diddy about it. My friend Raz and I, we're going to do Lava Malka in Woodmere. Piano and saxophone and Torah. When? In Woodmere, in New York. <laughs> the 25th of March. Have you been Anyways, but, but the plan is... Of course. It's at the home of the Gerber family. I don't know them yet, but I'm going to meet them. Daniel, Daniel Gerber. It's a, no, it's mixed. It's going to be, there's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be a, a men and women. Um, and, and, uh, and what's called the, 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 uh, but I'm like, it's hitting me that really Raz and I, uh, we're so, he's like pretty much my best friend. That we should, we should, we should do it three, four times a year in Eretz Yisrael also. Like we have responsibility. This is a, it's a, it's a, it's my, <laughs> Amen. It's it's an unbelievable thing that 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 
I still think of myself as like being a kid. You know, it's like I still think of myself. I know other people will take care of Am Yisrael and of teaching Torah and whatever. It's such we we have to realize that we're becoming little by little. It it it, it there's a passing of the torch. His mom is. Uh, up, and we, we become responsible. It's really mamish chaim. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a really an, a, an amazing thing. Like, and it's very real. And, and we we are amisel. We are amisel. I mean, I'm looking at my kids. I mean, that's just the, that's where it's the hardest. Like, I'm their dad. I I better be. I have to mamish. You know, I can't just run away anymore. I'm their dad. I mamish have to actually be. It's really a pele. And you know, this is this is uh, this is Am Yisrael Chai. How do we get to this whole thing? I'm I'm, I'm losing my uh, <laughs> my flow. Talk about the the silence, right? About Yaakov. And. And how he was feeling. Kind of oh right, Yaakov was davening. Oh, thank you so much. May I in your voice read. This is what the silence is about. Because the thing is that nowadays. And like with all the love in the world, all the self-help books and the whole self-help section, which is very large these days, of this bookstore and of, and of the cyberspace, it's all wonderful. But the truth really is, may ayin yavu Israel. Real help comes out of nowhere. It comes out of ayin. What just happened? What? Oh yeah, brother. Yes, you are. Wow. Yeah, we just talking about you today. That's crazy. What? Yes. What about? Hello, I haven't seen you too. I know. Nikki said she's coming. I said I want to say hello to my friend. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Mom, you made my night. Ah, chetzkele, chetzkele. Full house. Wow. Purim Hashem, yeah, this is... Hashem. On Purim, by the way, so I'm going to be doing a Megillah reading by Judy around 7-ish on Purim night and Purim morning at 10. And there's a Suda at Rabbi Kilstein and we're going to go. We're going to, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Just so you know. What's that? Megillah reading at Judy's house. A.M. A.M. Purim night, and Purim morning. And we're not rushing for Friday night. No, 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 7 p.m. Oh. Tuesday oh. night. That was nice last year. Wow. Ish. Ish. My whole name is Leib Ish. Gewalt, <laughs> 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 it's not such a joke. Ask my wife, one day I'll be the actual Leib. But for now, I'm Leib Ish. I am a Anyway. So, Amamish Yaakov Avinu, the son of the Harim, may I in your voice be. This is what, this is Mamish, what the Mandos, what the, what Rav Yaakov Emden is bringing down over here. Hachokma me ayin timta. The silence of Esther is so high. This, that silence of Esther is, 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 is so high. She's going to the ayin. She's going to that place of, uh, like we said before, not a meek silence, not a passive-aggressive silence, not an awkward silence, a silence that is at one with the very beginning of all of creation, the very beginning of all redemption, the beginning of all light, 
The beginning of all expression, the beginning of every letter, is actually the white around the letter. It has to be. It has to be a white for has to be mamish mukaf kvil. It's not kosher. The letters have to have <coughs> their space. We have to silent as the letters listen. Such an amazing, <laughs> such a good word. That that ability to really hear and and just be there. It's so much deeper than anything you could say, and it, and, it, and 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 in fact creates a real beginning for talking. All everything Esther said, Yavo HaMelech Rahman, everyone should come to the Mishnah, and they should come tomorrow, and then it's Haman, and then all the talk that she did afterwards, all only because Ein, it's the word Ayin, Ayin Esther Magedas. <laughs> Esther's Telling us all, Ayin, Ayin Esther Magedes, Ayin Esther Magedes. She's telling us, she's giving us the non, the no talking, no autobiographizing, no nothing, just being, just being. That's. It's such a. Um, This ability, right? Like Rosh Shlomo said, Adam and Chava, they hid from Hashem. If only, if only they would have hidden with Hashem, everything would be okay. Such a deep thing to hide with Hashem. To be part of the people around you's Hashem background. Be part of their warmth, part of the warmth and love that surrounds them. Just be an expression of Hashem's Unseen hand, love, just make their bed when they don't know. Just give them gingerbread cookies <laughs> and whatnot. It's just the whole Shalach Manas thing. And send yourself, do that, even be there for your own self in a way that you don't even know. It's so amazing. You can even be there for yourself in a way that you don't even know that it was you. <laughs> Because when you first have that laugh on Purim, and then you look around and you see nobody's laughing, and then you realize you just had an inside joke with yourself. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> I love that thing. Because it wasn't even on purpose. Meaning, you, the, you, you, you're, you just did something for yourself in a way that you yourself didn't even notice. It's so awesome. This is the quiet of Rachel Imeinu. It's, it's, it's mamish. It comes, it's very, very much from the mothers. This is a very much mother's thing. This is mamish Rachel Imeinu and Esther Hamalka and Binyamin. Binyamin also, but he got it from Rachel. This is where the Shechina is. Where the Shechina is, is always only Binyamin. There's a little bit of of. Yehuda that sneaks in the base of Mikdash, a little bit part of the Mizbeah, a little bit of Yosef to Yerushalmi Megillah says where you could eat the Korbanos, 
But the actual Shechina, the Holy of Holies, it's only Binyamin. Because Binyamin knew how to hide with God, even though it meant not looking for his brother that he wanted so much. It's such a, it's so deep. To have that quiet, yash fade, his stone, yesh peh, he had the mouth to say, and he didn't say. And he didn't say. Because if he would say, it would be um, iruv oysters. It would be letters touching, it would be a jumble. It would, it would mess up the quiet. It would mess up the ayin, which is the beginning of geula. And this is something... Now the thing is, and here we need Rabbi Nachman. This is Torah 27, the Gute Moran. Rabbi Nachman says, we cannot come to peace, to the aspect of peace, which means the peace within my soul and my body, the peace of sending the Shalachmanas to the marsupials of the mind, to the farthest, most alienated, most, most amazingly strange and absurd parts of myself, which is what getting drunk is. It's sending love the farthest reaches of your experience, of your being. From yourself, in a way that they don't even know it's you, and then you realize and you laugh. Mama Shalachmanas. That that's shalom. That's shalom between your neshama and your goof. That your deepest, highest place is not looked at anymore. It's so easy to look that my, my alienated marsupial of the mind place is like, yeah, you high soul, leave me alone. Yeah, you're way up there. I'm down here. Forget about it. It's very easy to like become to have this conflict between like the experience, our embodied experience and our soul experience. It's very easy to have that conflict. And the soul to become snooty also and say, no, you little man, you're so familiar. It's so easy. And on Purim, Mamesh, this is where we have to publish it. And no, it's, it's so hard to do. You have to open the bottle. <laughs> to pour the drink. It's shame. I know it's daytime and maybe my friends aren't drinking. They all drank at night and Mamesh, I'm telling you, don't listen to Yetzirah. Your Yetzirah is telling you not to drink on Purim Day. Yetzirah says drink only Purim night. Listen to that still small voice of your soul. Just pop the cork. <laughs> At breakfast! <laughs> this is it. This is the one time. This is Baruch Hashem. And there's such a Tahara Dafka not to. No! Come on. There's so many reasons. There's so many reasons because this is the time where your soul and your body can dance together in a way that it can never ever have. This, the gates are open on form. There's no comparison. That when Kisveri, when 
Tishveri, what Purim is, no Yantif and no Shabbos comes close to Purim. It, nothing comes close to what this is. The gates are open. You can't compare it. There's no other. This is so there for the Dafka time. Ah, I just passed the tea. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The bottle's heavy. It might not taste good. Whatever. Of course, you have to be for sure eat carbs first. I have many, many sick Purims that had. Eat pancakes or bread. Make a moitzi. Make a moitzi in the morning. I know it's such a tircha to wash. It's so hard. It's so hard to make. And then I eat, get moitzi. It's ten words. Leave me alone. And then you have to eat the bread. And this means you're going to have to bench after. Oh, you vey, you know. Why is it breakfast? You said especially breakfast. Right? But that's the post game are bringing the. That excuse me. The the, the mitzvah ma- with alacrity. Yeah, go straight to the mitzvah and and that's the, yeah the mitzvah with alacrity, and and it's it's. You may you may miss the mitzvah. Yeah. How do you make sure you're sober for Minfa? Yeah. You're drunk at breakfast. I will tell you, you that with my Rosh Yeshiva, Rav Hirschfeld Shlita, we were both insanely drunk, and we, and I, I will tell you that that it's that. In other words, what are you gonna do? It's it like in other words, what am I gonna tell you? In other words, you have to be able to be Omid Lifnei Hamelech, right? But we know that Hashem, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, does the same mitzvahs that we do, right? So this is a, this is my only shot for right now. <laughs> so if he's also drinking, Hakadosh <laughs> Baruch Hu is drinking. Oh wow! Oh my goodness! And so we are supposed to eat the meat in the morning as well. Listen. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you that the, <coughs> the breast of her, the altar chassidim would drink in the morning. I'm not saying, the main thing is during the daytime to do a real mishteh. Don't let the day go by as just whatever and I got drunk last night and now I just need to chill out past the aspirin and whatever. And make it a drunken day. I'm just telling you that it's a, you have a potential for this love, for this connectivity between your neshama, and you're going, again, it has to have that, that quiet. If it's all just a jumble, then it could pass by and, 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 and be, you could miss it. Like, like we need the silent poem. The Megillah, the Megillah is true. There could be jumbled letters. You have to have at least 51% of the Megillah. More than half of it has to be kosher letters. Has to have white around the letters. And l'chadchila, all of it. L'chadchila, all of it. L'chadchila, the whole Purim should, every letter should have its mamish, it's whiteness around it. And that's what gives us the ability to cry out to Hashem and Purim like we need to. There's, there's no other day, there's no other time where the gates are so wide open. Where the Melech is saying, I'll give you to half of the Malchus, I'll give you Mamish, the half of the known universe. Like, it's insane. So, but the ability to cry out is when we can sense the quiet around us, when we can sense the space to breathe. That we're not just jumbled in with too much noise, too much interpretation, too much autobiographizing, too much solving problems, too much figuring it all out. And we can find that incredibly profound place. So this, I'm not saying, 
This shalom that we need between our neshama and guf, which is uniquely possible on Purim, you can't get there except through her oras panim, the light of the face. And then Rabbi Nachman says, her oras panim, hadras panim. He says two things with a comma in between. Which is the peace between the body and the soul, the furthest reaches of my being and the highest root of my being, except through the light of the face, the beauty of the face. What does that mean? He'aras panim, hadras panim. So I mamish learned last night from, in my opinion, possibly the greatest teacher of Rabbi Nachman in our generation, Rabbi Kivak, who's, who's Rabbi Richie Meyer's Rabbi. He brought Rabbi Richie Meyer Morgenstern to Breslau. And he's an amazing man, Rabbi Nissan David Kivak. That He'aras panim, means, and this is the way I understood what he said, I'm not sure it's exactly what he said, but this is like this the the nothingness is the quiet, the light of my face, and then the hadras pani. The first thing is that I'm here, and the next thing is I know what to do. I know what to do. Aras Panim is I'm here, which is not simple. Most of the time, I'm not really here. <laughs> and then Hadras Panim is I know what to do. It's also not simple. Most of the time, I have no idea what to do. Aras <laughs> Panim, Hadras Panim. Aras Panim is the connection to silence. That silent again. We'll sing it again one time before we go. And that silence is the crazy thing that I know Hashem loves me, loves the world, only wants good. It's such a healing place. The light, when I start to shine again, when, my, when I start to be really here, when I start to really be here, the Sforno says, on the Pasuk and Tilim, it says, Sameach Nefesh Avdecha. David Melech says, Please gladden the heart of your servant. Sameach Nefesh Avdecha, the Sephorno, 400 years ago in Italy. Italy. He said, What does that mean? By letting me know that you didn't forget me. I feel like Shem forgot me. Gladden my heart. Gladden the heart of your servant. Just make, let me know that you didn't forget me. Send me some silly little thing, some amazing inside joke, something that only me and you will know. And that's the which That's Haras Pani. That's the first one is when I get that, I light up. And the crazy, unbelievable thing is the Shalach Manas we send each other can give each other that. That's the Chebra who brought the wine tonight, and you're just coming here tonight, you're bringing me that. Oras Panim, I'm here. Somebody cares about me. Shem cares about me. Shem didn't forget me. Oras Panim. My light is, my shine, my face is. And then Hadras Panim, the beauty of my face is that I have a sense that I can figure out what to do. Laila Tola, great to see you. Laila Tola. Hadras Panim is, the beauty is. Pitom, and we spoke this many times. Esther Pitom knows has this whole plan. Mm-hmm. Mordechai certainly did not give her that plan because he was upset about it. He said, "What do you mean we're going to fast through Pesach? 
We have mitzvahs to do. She said, whoa, without Jews, what's the point of matzah? And, she, and he was like, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's like, you got this one. No, he's like, oh, what'd she say? <laughs> it's an unbelievable thing. She knew what to do. We're all drinking because she did that. For Hashem. She knew what to do. When your face lights up, when you realize you're cared for, an inner working happens and you know what to do. You know what, not just what to do, stam. You know what the Torah is really telling you to do. Haifas Panim is the Yud Rachamim is the ability to interpret Torah and apply it to life, which is such a mystery. How does it really apply? How should I really live? The He'aras Panim translate into Hadras Panim, which is what to actually do. The love of Hashem, the love, which, which comes through people, which comes straight from Hashem, which comes from nowhere, Ayin, from quiet. From somebody who listens silent. From feeling Hashem listening silent. From my ability to be silent with Hashem. From my ability to be silent. To hide with God. Like Binyamin. Like Leah. Like, like Rachel. Like, like Esther. She didn't tell. Her silence. It was because of that silence that she was able to suddenly speak and say, Oh, everything is this. That's Chashmal. Chash. Quiet. Mal. Talking. The quiet. And then it's electric. <laughs> then it becomes energizing. She knows what to do, and that's that's the that is the ikar nase of Purim. Rabbi Kivak said it last night. Give me such chizik and smudge. We've been talking about for years. That the ikar nase of Purim is that is the main the essential miracle of Purim is that Esther knew what to do, and that's what we each get if we can have that silence. If we can have that strength to like open the bottle. <laughs> and in the, in the right way and the right amount also and know what we need. Know, and send our, give ourselves that inside joke, that love to our furthest, to make peace between that high part of ourselves and the little crazy part of ourselves. Bring it all together. Shalom, shalom. The light of the face is know you're loved, you're part of it, you're cared for. Hadras fine. Now I know what to do. I know what to do. I know how to act in the world. I know what I need to do, which is what Esther. And all of this comes from our ability to face exactly the challenges Hashem is sending us. Exactly those same challenges. Exactly. Where we're at. He said, Pur hu ha goral. Kivak said last night, What's Purim? The goral. Exactly what you've been given in your life. That exact thing, whatever you're dealing with, that's your Purim. To have enough quiet, have the Aras Panim and Vizat Hashem by giving it to each other, love, the Pouring yourself the drink, doing it. Shame you could cut your It's hard, I know. It's such a heavy cup, and it's so hard to do. <laughs> but to give yourself that lachaim, to get to the heart, to, that it should light you up, that you really are loved, that you're by letting me know Hashem, that you haven't forgotten me. That's called sameach nevesh Enlightenment. That's enlightenment. 
the real enlightenment, the light on my face that I'm here. I haven't been here for a long time, but, uh, but maybe this Purim I'll, I'll be here. Meditation. I like land. Meditation. There's quite a white Purim. The, 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 the white Purim? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. To have the white... Mukaf Kavil. To have the white around the letters. To have that space to be that you're loved, that it's a big, one big hug, it's so good, that, that quiet, even though it has such pain, and they, they, the Saro Grimalsius, they all, they, they face it, we have to be with them, and every Shemon Esrei, Mamish Darizal says you have to be with the, with the ten martyrs, every Shemon Esrei, it's an unbelievable thing, because they faced it, and they accepted it, it's really beyond logic. I learned in my, in my uh, meditation thing that, the uh, enlightenment is the acceptance of, is the quiet acceptance of what is. The serenity to accept what I cannot change, the strength to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This is the, this is the pillar. So the He'oras Panim is the, that acceptance, that connectivity, that plugging in. Be, not because I'm just stuck in Oive, that it really is divine love in a way that I can't explain. Forget about it. I'm going to explain. It was so horrible. All so many things that happened were so. But it's afal pichen. It's still good. Nafoichu. It's love. How? Whatever. L'chaim. It is. How? No one. Can. It's. It's. I can be in that. I can hide with God. I'm. I'm in it with Him. I trusting it. Serenity rising with it. It's okay. Somehow. Then, that's it. then, when I realize I'm part of that, I really am a Jew. I, I, this is continuing. It's not just a story, a legend. Once upon a time, there was a chosen people. And now we're just like a bunch of uh, uh, pretenders. With, no, the, this beard is a beard. The tefillin is tefillin. The brachas are brachas. We're learning the parsha. It's the parsha. We're bring, making Purim. It's Purim of Tafshin Pei Gimel. It's Mamish Am Yisrael and Mamish... I'm saying these words, I'm, I'm crying a million tears to be able to get one nanosecond of, of, of really being present with all of this. It's such a... Oh, so much davening has to go into it. Just being honest. <laughs> but l'chaim to honesty. As <laughs> that is... This longing, this quiet, this, these, and these, these holy women, Rachel Imenu, Us, Esther, Hamalka, Binyamin Atzadik, the quiet, it was from that quiet that everything comes from. That's how Esther knew what to do. He'aras panim, hadras panim. The light of her face was because of that quiet that she had. Ooh, Hashem is up to something. I came in here, I didn't tell anyone. You know what? I'm going to continue not to tell. Who told her that? How did she know? She just stayed quiet. And she was with Hashem in the most amazing way, in the most silent way. <laughs> silent way. <laughs> Forgive me. Anyways, she mamish was with that whiteness of silence, and that's how the Hadras Panim came through, that she knew what to do. The Hadras Panim, Hadras Panim, this is Torah 27, 
shalom, that peace between my highest being and my most alienated, absurd parts of myself, is impossible except he'araspanim hadras. He'araspanim is the silence. Hadraspanim is knowing what to do, which is a pele. She somehow knew what to do. So, I'm blessing us. Such a, a white Purim, such a, a place of inside joke with ourselves, such joy. Uh, we'll sing one more time the sign again. I also have to go up for a second, and then we'll, we'll do that. This is a show.